Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Good morning. We got some face some faces here I haven't seen in a while. Helen. Um, okay, so let's get this started. Now I'm feeling a little squirrely today. So if I kind of go off into the cosmos a little bit, just send me a, a chat, just reel me back in because it, it's been an interesting one already. Um, I do want to give a shout out to my daughter. She brought me some sunflowers. So if anyone ever wants to send me flowers, sunflowers are my favorite flower. So I got some sunflowers on my desk. And um, <clears throat> but full disclaimer, full disclaimer, this morning, I broke my record hitting the snooze button. I hit the snooze button for two whole hours. And I know you're like, whoa, whoa, to be honest, this is this supposed to be mindset Monday? How are you just going to come here talking about you was in, uh, in snooze mode for, for two whole hours? Well, the alarm clock went off at 4 a.m. And I just continued to press snooze for two hours. But you know what? That's okay. Because that's me telling you guys that I recognize that I needed to be human this morning. Because I do have like this weird cyborg thing mindset that I get into, like annihilation. We must annihilate all competition, you know, laser focus, like super robot, like unstoppable. Like you could just bomb, hit me with a bomb and I'll keep walking and come out of the fire. Well, this morning, that wasn't me. I was a human being that kept slapping that damn snooze button for two whole hours and it was okay. So I'm sharing that with you to let you know that if you wake up any morning and decide you need to be human, give yourself permission to do that. All right. It's, it's not a big deal. Um, we can make it a big deal, but it's not a big deal. Uh, but yeah, we're on, just on that topic of mindset. Like, you know, <clears throat> here I am doing Mindset Monday. And there's a lot of stuff in our industry that talks about mindset. And, you know, I can tell you what mindset means for me. But I challenge you to find out, you know, find a definition for yourself. Because I know in our industry, we, we have a tendency to, or not just in our industry, just as people, we have a tendency to listen to someone else's version and go, oh, that sounds good. Let me implement that. Well, sometimes it works. And a lot of times it doesn't because our minds just aren't wired the same way as someone else. So I challenge you to ask yourself, what does mindset really mean to me? And what role does it play in, you know, how I show up on a daily basis, you know, with my family or, you know, with my friends or, or even in my business? And for me, like one of the sub definitions or pieces of mindset for me is, you know, I simply made a decision 
I made a decision that I was going to adapt, be flexible and be positive. No matter what comes up in my journey to become the best version of myself. Right. That's just a piece of what it means to me. So that's that's giving me the flexibility to hit snooze. <laughs> it's letting me know that I have to adapt. That's already giving me a heads up that, hey, you can have a plan, but then life is going to hit you over the head with something else. So you might want to learn how to fall down and get back up. You know, so I have some things built in there so that my my mindset is fluid. It's not like. On day one, I'm going to do this. Day two, I, this happens. And, you know, sometimes we get caught up in the list of things to do um, when, when life shows up. But have you ever been in a situation where life showed up and all the tools that you have didn't work? Like nothing fit? <laughs> hey, I make a list. When I make my list, I write them in pencil because uh-huh. I will be beat down on myself if I don't get everything done, if I write it in pen and I can't take it away to another time because things life happens. It happens. And and trust me, I'm not giving us an excuse. You know how we can easily manipulate that situation. What you got to say, at least says she puts in his pencil. I can just erase it. No, 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 no. We got to still have some integrity around this thing, right? Like we do have to hold ourselves accountable, but the, the human factor is, is is major and we're not cyborgs you know i'm not the terminator cyborg so that's i have to remind myself that when i get in this hyper i won't say competitive but sort of like yeah the hyper competitive state where i need to accomplish and achieve and that's can be tricky sometimes and you know, can cause me to burn the candle from both ends. And I see people nodding their heads. So I don't think I'm the only one that's in that, (laughs) in that realm. Um, But yeah, but maybe it's just to tie back into, you know, what I want to talk about is, you know, recently the, you know, the real estate uh, in real estate, the interest rates went up, right. And it spiked and it, you know, it caused things to, to pause, Right. And, you know, after the market being so hot for the last, you know, for a long time, I mean, is I mean, it got to the point where we have to be honest. It was pretty easy to do our job for the most part. Right. It, it, it was pretty easy. So. But then it wasn't easy any, anymore. Then all of a sudden we start, you know, I won't say anymore. It's like it slowed down. It paused. And then. People started to go, well, what does this mean? Or some agents who didn't hadn't been in a recession was like, oh my God, like, you know, and then, you know, so this this panic started to come up. Meanwhile, we're probably like three weeks into it, you know, and everyone's like, oh my God, the market is shifting. It's gonna, I'm just like, it hasn't even been a month yet. Like, what's going on, people? People, what's going on? Right. And um but then you start having all these flash trainings, you know, how to deal with the shifting market and teaching and, and all this stuff. And we're going to, you know, we're going to figure it out. Like, you know, got to figure it out. The market's shifting. And then now I'm seeing things are moving again. More showings are happening. Uh, and we're going to be okay. So I bring that up to say, how do we, 
take some of our power back in that situation and not go on the roller coaster every time it takes off. Right. Like, I don't know about you, but I'm good with being a yo-yo to the market or to the news or, you know, sometimes I don't know if you guys were in the yo-yos back in the day, but the rock, the cradle and the doggy and all the stuff you do with a yo-yo. Like if we get locked in too much to the market and the nuances of the market. We're just pretty much a yo. We either on the roller coaster or we're we're being a yo-yo to the market. So, like, how do we? How do we gain control in that? Like, how do we like find some balance, or how do we get grounded in the fact that no matter what type of storm is out there, we're sitting in the eye where the storm is the most comments right we're sitting in the eye and we're responding to what's happening rather than reacting and it's really important well first of all how long are we into this so-called shift is it three months now maybe three months like that's nothing like oh my god three months like all this extra stuff I'm going to go on record in saying that our industry is extremely dramatic. I think that we, probably a lot of us could get Oscars and just be, you know, we'll be nominated for something because we put a lot of extra on everything, you know, the deal fall out, we close, we close. It's like, woo, yeah, you know, it is all this extra stuff. So I'm just like, you know what? I'm already extra. I can be extra all by myself. Like if I was in a room by myself in the dark, I would be extra. So I don't need to like multiply that by being a yo-yo or being on the roller coaster in the market. But anyways, uh, so yeah. And then it made me think about like how I hear a lot of agents or just hear a lot of people looking for something, whether it be looking for motivation, looking for love, <laughs> you know, looking for inspiration. Uh, what else is that? Oh, looking for passion. That's a good one. I'm, I'm looking, I'm, I'm looking for something that I'm passionate in, or I'm looking for motivation. Or if I just had that inspiration, not so I could. Well, I can tell you right now. Please stop looking. Just, just, just stop looking. Just stop. You're not going to find it. When is the last time? Honestly, let's 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 look at this. When was the last time you found some motivation? Where was it? Was it in your closet? But did it was inspiration? Where did you find it? Anyone chime in? Has anyone found this? Where did you find your inspiration? Your family? Oh, that's a good one. When so I looked you, at my last bill. <laughs> <laughs> so the family, okay. So when you found inspiration, was it, but I mean, literally, like if you go looking for it, so you went and looked for your family and then you found a family and then it was like, oh. They just kind of reiterated that the things that I'm doing are for the best for me and for my dog family and all of that. Because sometimes you just feel like it's, you know, a lot and my family's just they 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 reiterate that they're proud of me sometimes we need to hear that and mm-hmm. that I'm doing the right things mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I know what I found for me is, and I think you said a key word, Lisa, you're doing something, right? You're, there's a certain action component to finding or, 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 or uh, there's a, fir- a certain action component to creating inspiration or creating motivation or creating passion, right? Like for me, uh, I don't know, some of you guys know my, my swim story where I just learned how to swim in 2019 and how I wanted to face my water fear and overcome my water fear. Well, in doing that, I found a passion to become a better version of myself. Now, I didn't just look for that passion. You would think, ooh, better version of myself. I, that sounds pretty cool. You can, no, it was no fire behind it then. You know what I'm saying? There was no fire. It, was, it wasn't no juice. But when I got up, because I was doing, like you said, Lisa, when I got up and I practiced and I sucked really bad in the pool, I'm watching these people, you know, young and, and old, just like leave me in the water. And I'm like, I should be strong. I should be able to go faster. And I was so slow. To the point where yesterday, you know, I practiced in the bay. In the bay, the water's choppy, it's windy. There's things called sharks and stuff in there. You you can't see. It's really far. I have to deal with my anxiety. I have to deal with, um, you know, my fear of drowning. You know, my phobias of all the Jaws movies I walk, watched as a kid, right? But yet I'm out there and I had to drive an hour and a half to get there yesterday. So I was not motivated to go do that swim. And then once I got there, I was intimidated about doing the swim. But luckily in the car, you know, I have one of these things on Spotify. It's just a, it's like an instrumental, but it's just frequencies. And then when I listen to those frequencies, I set my intention. So my intention was to relax, to not be in a rush, to go do what I was, do what I had practiced and just relax. And in doing that, the waters was turbulent, right? I had some crazy thoughts like, what if, because you can't see all that stuff, you know, what if I die today? Like, look, I'm just being real with you, right? All these things were coming up. But because I set the intention that I was just going to relax and breathe and take do the do part and just be present in that moment, what it did was it brought me closer to surrender. It allowed me to um, find a, a stronger relationship with my breath. And it also allowed me to just reignite my appreciation for gratitude in my life and for my family. And, um, but look what I had to do to get there. Right. I'm not saying that you got to go do that. Find your version. Right. But for me, the motivation, I wasn't motivated to do that. I wasn't even inspired to do that, but I do have a passion for the process. So by having a passion for the process, I'm willing to do whatever I need to do, period. There's, it's non-negotiable. If that means go swim with some sharks, 
I guess that's what it means, you know? And it's like a lot of times we, we go, okay, I'm willing to do that. But when it comes to that, mm, well, you're not really willing to do it, you know? Like how far are you willing to, you know, at what point does your interest becomes commitment? Because as long as we're interested, it's it's nice. It's uh, you know, it's fine. It's, we can talk about it. We can have one of those philosophical conversations, and everybody's feeling good. And the caffeine's kicked in, or we're at the social and the wine. You know, you're on your second, third glass of wine. And it sounds all good. But then when you wake up and you don't feel like doing anything, that's where the magic happens. That's where it happens. So to to wrap this up, I'm not wrap this up, but go towards, you know, some place of closure. So I only have 30 minutes and I'm going to do my best. Really, my topic is what is on your plate? Like, what is on your plate? I know we've all heard that saying, we are what we eat. You know, that's scary because there was a point where I used to get the chili cheese corn chips from 7-Eleven. And then I would put the, the chili sauce that, you know, that you squirt on the chili cheese nachos in the chili cheese <laughs> corn chips. And then the nacho sauce. So I got chili cheese, corn chips, whatever that is from 7-Eleven. Now, that's pretty scary, right? <laughs> but we won't go there. I just had to, I had, I had to share that with you. Chili cheese, nacho combo at 7-Eleven. But back to your plate. What's on your plate? If you were to draw a circle right now, draw a circle and you can... You know, you can make make a pie chart or something. So what's on your what's in your life right now? I know the fantasy one to say work, business, family, meditation, community, health, travel. Like. If that's yours, cool, but I'm curious of what percentage of what is, you know, with those things on. Um, hold on one second. Killing me. One second. All right. So yeah, if you had a pie chart and so what, what is there? So what is on your, what's on your plate right now? And I'm curious to, um, hold on one second. I have to. Sorry about that. That was my daughter. She's all excited. So I gave her a pass because she gave me flowers. <laughs> but if you so what is on your plate right now? And I'm curious, like, are you even on your plate? Or are you a side dish? Right. Are you the main course? Are you that that reheated, reheated, heated bread that they bring in on and just give you a bunch of tasty garlic butter so you know it, it tastes good like are you even on your plate or you know i mentioned on your plate like so that's what you're eating right now if you're honest put down what's on your plate that's your food that's your diet right now 
the honest version, not the look good, the Pinterest social media version, right? I'm talking about the honest version. You know, another plate might have, you know, Netflix series, mindless scrolling, scrolling on social media, you know, junk food. Like, what, what does the plate really look like? And the reason I'm making that reference is because if it can't be, I won't say it'd be perfectly balanced, but if you're really wondering like why things aren't aligning for you or things are not working out in your life, a lot of times I found out it's because of what I'm feeding myself daily. I look down at my plate and I'm like, oh, <laughs> I don't know why you mad, Theodis. I mean, you, you're not really doing anything in that department. So are this what you're eating right now is going to offset your efforts towards whatever that is you're, you're struggling with. Right. So you can make a you can literally make a plate for the food that you eat, that you eat. If you eat out a lot or if you're figuring out different things, um, what I will say about the food world is it's not what it used to be. Food is not what it used to be 20 years ago. And there's books to help us out just to understand what it means to pick foods based on, you know, an evolutionary standpoint. What I mean by that is we all aren't supposed to eat the same thing because we come from different places and our body hasn't evolved to handle that food. That's all I got to say. But for me, figuring that out, I went from, you know, I'm like a size 32 now and I'm uh, 200 pounds, but I'm not doing some crazy diet where I'm starving myself. I'm pretty much eating whatever I want to eat, but now I'm eating the foods that doesn't cause an inflammatory response in my system, which is different from what my wife eats. So we married, so we ate a lot of the same stuff and she was cool, but I was blowing up like a helium balloon and couldn't figure it out. So the same thing with, you know, you know, what's on our plate? What are some of the things on your plate that may cause inflammation in your life? You know, is it the mindless scrolling? Is it that secret? You know, how it's, uh, I haven't binged on a Netflix series in, in a while, but when we when I go there, whew, it's like I can grow old, grow a beard. It's like, uh, you know, keep the shades closed, you know. If I step out, they probably won't even recognize me. Like, it's, I'm all in. <laughs> I'm all in. And I'm sure we all have that version of that. It could be, I'm just using Netflix because a lot of people watch that. But whatever your version is, where you go into that world to the point where you lose touch and, you know, it becomes a treat, turns into something that becomes an issue. Those are the things sometimes we have on our plate and they're mixed with good things. But the end result is we don't experience experience the the potential of, you know, achieving that goal at the high at the rate that we could because we got some of these other things in there that's just basically undoing our our, our good efforts. You know. And so today you know, just wanted to remind you guys that it's okay to be human. If you find yourself, you know, 
slapping on that snooze button a little bit too much every day. And that's the problem. We, we, we won't go into every day, every now and then. Come on. We got to take the gloves off, and, you know, stop beating ourselves up and allow ourselves to be human. Um, and then, you know, also the, just the point of if you're really looking for something, it's probably time to stop looking and, and go within. Like, how can you really find love if you don't truly love yourself? Think about that. You know, how can you find inspiration or, or motivation where you don't have access to be able to tap into it yourself? Like if we're constantly like looking for something or looking like, man, I want that or let me, let me live. I'm going to do what they say because it works for them. If we're constantly in that, in that mode, then we're just setting ourselves up to, you know, for a constant letdown. And it's like, that's why I wanted you to say, to look up your definition or find your definition for mindset. Because the way the world is right now, sometimes we will Google it before we really think about what it is we're trying to figure out. And if you think about like, this bothers me a lot, to get the answer to something before we're able to formulate the appropriate question, that's like, taking a piece out of the process, you know what I mean? Like to have the solution, but don't know how you got there. That makes absolutely no sense to me. I'm sorry. It just doesn't. So hacks, they're good temper temporarily, you know, stuff like that. I'm like, no, we like, like you said, Lisa, we have to do the work. We have to be uncomfortable, you know? not just for 90 days, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> or maybe sometimes we just have to be in a state of di discomfort for a long, no, you know, longer than we would like to be. And then that's actually where the pressure is created and the diamond starts to formulate. So without that pressure, y'all, um, I don't know if you can expect any kind of gemstone. Honestly, maybe one of those counterfeit fake ones at the flea market, you know, <laughs> you get the diamond ring and it's shiny and you think it's real. And then you go to, to the jeweler and they look at it and they're like, nah, nah, nah. Like, let's <laughs> let's stop. Like, no, nah, I won't say let's stop because now I feel like a parent. Don't do that. No, who won't say that? Here's a suggestion. You know, looking for it. It, I don't think it's never worked for me consistently, but when I put into action, I do discover or I do create my source of motivation, inspiration, and, and passion. And that, when I create, when it's self-created, it's hard to put out. Trust me, it is really hard to put out. You could down, just throw a bucket or whatever on me and it's, ah, it's I'm still burning. So. <laughs> even after hitting the snooze for two hours, I'm like, what's up? Like, so what I hit snooze for two hours, what you going to do about it? I want to race. You know, it's like, it didn't, it didn't slow my road at, at all, but it did get me out of that, you know, that cyborg mode that 
sometimes we have to go there, but when we're there too long, then we're, you know, it gets a little weird. Um, and so I hope I didn't ramble too much. You know, I hope you guys were able to, you know, pull a few things out. I appreciate you guys showing your, your face on here. And um, yeah, let's go have an amazing week. Okay. See you guys later. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.